Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Mildly Opinionated Podcast. This is Anish, one of your hosts. Uh, this is a very late night episode. I'm recording it at 1 a.m. Uh, just trying to get some episodes out, trying to entertain you guys, trying to get some episodes in while we're on break. Uh, Dhruv is not able to join us again. Our schedules just don't match right now. But this has been, it's been a challenging last few months with uh the episodes wise i know we've only gotten like two episodes out in the last like five months or so while i'm looking at like the log right now and it is it's disappointing to say the least to see how much we've stopped with our um continual uploads but we are back and this episode episode 38 will be about NFL week 16, which is just finished. I'm recording this on, well, now it's Wednesday, December 29th, but it's like early morning. But this episode is going to be about last week, which was the 16th. And I guess we'll also do like a, um, we'll we'll look into week 17 because it's going to have a lot of playoff implications. We're going to look into those matchups and give our, I'll give my predictions for that game. But starting with week, week 16, I'm going to highlight a few games that I want to talk about. Obviously, I'm going to start with Browns-Packers. Uh, I was actually at this game, and as a Packers fan, I will say I'm happy that we won, but it was quite disappointing to see how we won. The game should not have been as close as it was. Devontae had a pretty good game, though he did have a pretty big drop uh, towards the end that could have ended the game. Russell Douglas had another two-interception game. He has been insane this year. Uh, the Browns, their season's pretty much done at 7-8. and eight. Mayfield threw four interceptions. That's going to be an interesting story going into the offseason. Yeah, we'll see how the Browns move forward with their quarterback situation, but I think they will move off Baker. And then another game we are going to talk about. Let's talk about the Ravens and the Bengals. This game actually started off kind of close-ish. It was 7-10 at the end of the first quarter. But this was an insane game for the Bengals. They finished this game 41-21, to Bengals beating the Ravens. Obviously, the Ravens did not have Lamar Jackson, and they also did not have Tyler, Tyler Huntley. They were down to their third-string quarterback, Josh Johnson, who had a pretty good game, 28-40, of 40, 300 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. That's all right. That Actually, I would say that's really good for a third-string quarterback. But the big story coming from this game is – Joe, Joe Burrow or Joe Shiesty, as some people call him, he had 525 yards and four touchdowns and like a 140 pass rating. That was an insane game. I would say it's a historic game for him because obviously Wink Martindale, the Ravens defensive coordinator, was throwing shots at Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow about like his inexperience and how they weren't going to respect him like they respected Rodgers, which to be fair is a fair comment. But Joe Shiesty came out and he proved them wrong. 525 yards is insane. And this Bengals team is, I think they're a year off still. They still are very inexperienced. They don't have any playoff experience. But their wide receivers, their wide receiving core and their tight end and their running back are super underrated, I believe. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd are a great trio stack for the Bengals, and they'll be great going into the future. They're all super young, all under 25. And then Joe Mixon, he's had a great comeback year this year. He's finally been that running back that they expected him to be when they drafted him. And he's finally seen that come like to fruition this year. He has a thousand yards rushing and he's 
he's been very effective in the uh, pass game also. And then just a quick comment on another game, the Buccaneers-Panthers. This was a blowout game, 32-6 for the Buccaneers. But the one thing I want to comment about with this game, well, the Panthers season is done. It's been done for a while. Buccaneers, they had a pretty good bounce back game from getting shut out 9-0 against the Saints. But the big story from this game, I think, is Antonio Brown. I mean, the guy comes back from like 12 weeks off, I'm pretty sure, not playing football. And he has 10 catches for 100 yards. I mean, he's going to be dangerous. I think people counted out, counted out these Buccaneers way too quickly when they found out Chris Godwin was out. But the fact that Antonio Brown is back and he's going to be insane for the rest of the year, I called this and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. He's going to be on their number one. I don't think you should count the Buccaneers out in the NFC playoff picture. They are going to be big and scary contenders. Uh, let's also talk about one of the more shocking games this weekend, which was the Chargers versus the Texans. So the Chargers went into this game eight and six with a firm playoff spot. And they lost this game 29 to 41 against the three and 11 Texans who are now four and 11. The Texans won this 41 to 29. I find that unbelievable. Davis Mills had a great game, 250, two touchdowns, very accurate with the ball. And then the big story, I think, for the Texans was Rex Burkhead and their defense. Burkhead had 150 rushing, two touchdowns, and the defense did pick off Herbert twice. I mean, this Chargers team should be disappointed. They should be absolutely furious with themselves with how they played this week. I find it, like, insane that they should have been a great team this year, and they've thrown it all away. Like, quite honestly, they've blown a perfect chance, and – I don't know if they'll make the playoffs at this point either. They're eight and seven right now, but they should have won this game, but they played horribly and they deserve to lose with the way they played. So chargers, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough, if they don't make the playoffs, it's going to be tough looking back on the season. They've dropped some really bad games that they should have won. And this was one of them. This was an all time uh, choke in a must win game. Cause now they're going to have to be fighting for their lives in the AFC in the AFC playoff picture. And then another game kind of with the AFC playoff picture was the Broncos and the Raiders. The Raiders won this. This is going to be a pretty quick recap. Raiders won the 17-13, pretty low-scoring game, lots of defense. Drew Locke did make a start for the Broncos, and I think he played pretty well. Obviously, my friend Arjun told me about this. I didn't watch this game, but he told me that Locke played really well, and I've also heard this, but the receivers – through apparently they apparently could not catch a ball that was going their way so that's disappointing for the Broncos their season is pretty much over at seven and eight in a very congested AFC playoff picture and the Raiders stay alive at eight and seven we'll see how they're going to finish off the season but they are very much alive I'm rooting for them I'm rooting for Derek Carr I want to see them make the playoffs and then also another one of the uh, afternoon games Steelers Chiefs Chiefs absolutely dominated they won 36 to 10. Steelers also pretty much their season is over unless some miracles happen, which sometimes with the Steelers, they do. But the Chiefs have been, as much as a Packers fan as I don't want to admit this, the Chiefs have been looking like the best team in the NFL. And I think, quite honestly, they are the best team right now. Their defense has been insane and their offense is starting to pick it up. They're not as explosive as before. But honestly, I don't think that's a problem. They've just been a lot more efficient and effective, which come playoff time, come January, that's what you want in a team. 
And the Chiefs have shown that they can be that team this year. And I think that makes them dangerous. They are my pick for the Super Bowl right now to make the Super Bowl. I'm not going to make a pick right now, but the Chiefs have been playing great. And then Sunday night football, the massacre in Dallas. Dallas Cowboys beat the Washington football team 56 to 14. Okay, before we even go into the Cowboys, how do you lose 56 to 14 as of Washington football team? Like, this is your rivals. You needed this win to stay in the playoff picture. They're not technically eliminated right now, but pretty much they are. Cowboys, honestly, great game. Great bounce back game for Dak. He, 330 yards, four touchdowns, just very effective. And they got a big man touchdown to one of their uh, tackles, I believe, Terrence Steele. I mean, great, great game for the Cowboys. And their defense has been playing insane. But I do want to mention this. I don't, as a Packers fan, fear the Cowboys that much because I feel like they are feasting on these lower teams. And this was a one-week phenomenon. If you look at their past few weeks, their offense has not been like this. I want to see a continued performance like this going into next week against the Cardinals. And then I'll actually have some, like, fear for them. Because this, in my opinion, was just a one-game thing. But we'll see next week against the Cardinals. That's a huge game for the AFC, NFC playoff picture, especially with that number one seed. And we'll see. We'll see. We'll learn a lot about these Cowboys and the Cardinals. I think we've learned that the Cardinals are kind of frauds. But I think we'll learn a lot about these Cowboys next week. Um, they will be at Jerry World, and the Cardinals will be coming in. And then the last game of Week 16 was the Dolphins versus the Saints. Dolphins won this 20-3. to They extend their win streak to now seven games. And, and shockingly, after they started 1-7, and seven, they now sit at 8-7 and seven with the final AFC playoff spot. They are the seventh seed right now. And if they win out, they will stay as a seventh seed for the playoffs. But that's going to be tough because I believe they have the Titans and then the Patriots. So those are going to be two tough wins if they want to make the playoffs. But this team, their defense has been insane. Their defense is legit. Their defense has really picked it up from the start of the year. But their offense still gives me worries. I don't believe in Tua. But we'll see these next two weeks. But I'm betting against the Dolphins. I don't think they'll make the playoffs because I don't think Tua has what it takes to get them over that hump these final two weeks. Because these final two weeks, they're not going to win purely by defense, especially against the Patriots, because their offense will not be able to move on the Patriots. So they're going to have to find a way to win that game. And I don't think they will. I think the Patriots will take that game. And I think the Titans will take the game this week, week 17. So I don't think the Dolphins will make the playoffs. It's a nice story that they won seven straight, but I think it ends at seven. I think they end the season with two losses, but we will see. We will see if the Dolphins do that. And then looking towards week 17, this is an interesting week. Let's put it that way. It's the first week without Thursday night football, but I'm going to go through each of the games, give my give my like vibe on the game. If it's like a useless game, I'll go pretty quick on it. If it's a game with some implications, I'll, I'll spend some time on it. But no Thursday night football. And the first game is Giants-Bears. This game pretty much has no meaning for anything. Uh, both teams are eliminated from the playoffs, I believe or they're pretty much like statistically impossible to make it. And I'll, I'll say the Bears won. The Bears had a good win last week against the Seahawks. 
Nick Foles had a pretty good game. I mean, the guy just comes in the second half, half of the season and tears it up for them. But, yeah, I think the Bears will win this against the Giants. Next game is Jaguars-Patriots. I think this is going to be a Patriots blowout. I think the Patriots want some revenge after dropping the last two games, and they're going to get their revenge on the Jaguars and their rookie quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is not going to have a good game. If you're starting him in fantasy, I mean, you shouldn't because if you're starting him, how are you in the championship game? But we'll see. Rams-Ravens. This game has potential to be insane. If Lamar Jackson does play, which I think he's on track to do to play, and the Ravens quite honestly need him to play, otherwise their season is pretty much over. Uh, this is an insane game for both the NFC and AFC playoff picture. Obviously, the Rams are still trying to win that NFC West, which they are now in the lead of. They're leading the NFC West, but they want to like clinch that. They want to clinch that up against the Cardinals. That's the tied race. And then the Ravens, they just want to keep their playoff chances alive. They were rolling through the season at the start, but that Lamar Jackson injury and some offensive like struggles to move the ball, which have been somewhat fixed the last few weeks against the Packers and the Bengals. They've had a much better time moving the ball down the field, but this is going to be a good game, but I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams are going to click this week and they're going to show everybody. They kind of had a stinker last week against the Vikings. Stafford had a very big stinker throwing three interceptions, but I think the Rams will win this game, especially with the Ravens secondary so depleted. Next game, Buccaneers-Jets. Uh, just a quick pick. Buccaneers are going to win this. I do hope, though, that Tom Brady does not have a good game, which I doubt will happen. I'm pretty sure Brady's going to tear it up this week. I hope the Buccaneers lean on the run game because I do not want Tom Brady to sneak back into the MVP conversation because I want Rodgers to win that. Next game, Falcons-Bills. This could have been a more interesting game uh, had the Falcons beat the 49ers two weeks back, but now the Falcons sit at seven and eight. Bills sit at nine and six. The Bills want to win. They Well, the Bills need to win this game to keep their lead in the AFC East. The Falcons need to win this game to keep their playoff chances alive. I'm pretty sure if the Falcons lose this, they are eliminated. Already the Falcons' chances are uh, of the at the playoffs are already pretty low. So they're going to need this game, but regardless, I'm going to give it to the Bills. I think the Bills are starting to hit their stride. Their offense has been clicking lately. I think they'll win this game. Next game. This game could actually be the game of the year. This is a game I've been super hyped about and the game I'll definitely be watching next Sunday. Chiefs-Bengals. Chiefs, I believe, are at – yeah, they're at Cincinnati. This is going to be an insane game. I can't even believe it. This I hope this is the AFC Championship also, but Chiefs – I mean, we'll learn a lot about these Bengals. They are young. I think the Chiefs will win this. I'm going to start off by saying that before I go into any analysis. I think the Chiefs are going to win this purely because their defense is so experienced, so veteran, and the Bengals are so young. But there is a part of me that believes in Joe Shiesty. I believe that there's some magic with him, and there is a chance that he completely tears up the Chiefs. But if it does get to a shootout, I definitely think the Bengals are winning because Patrick Mahomes has not been in a shootout yet this year. And what he's shown with this interception streak this year does not make me confident that he's going to win his shootout. So I think the Chiefs want to win this with the defense. They want to limit the Bengals passing game. They want to limit Joe Mixon in the run game, which hasn't been too much of an issue. And then they're going to win it with efficient passing with Patrick Mahomes and runs with uh, Daryl Williams. I think the Chiefs won this, though. I don't think it gets to a shootout. But this game is going to be great. I'm, I definitely think this has potential to be game of the year.
Next game, Dolphins-Titans. I kind of touched on this, talking about the Dolphins before. I think the Titans win this, but I think it's going to be a close, very close game. The Titans' defense has been quite underrated, in my opinion. I think they've been playing pretty well, and I think that's going to bode pretty badly for the Dolphins, so I think the Titans are going to win this. Next game, Ravens-Colts. Raven, ooh, no, not Ravens. Raiders-Colts. This game, originally, I would have said the Colts, but Carson Wentz is on the COVID list. I don't think he has COVID, but the NFL, this is something I'll probably talk, we'll talk about in a new episode, but the NFL has changed their COVID policy. So if someone was exposed to COVID, it used to be 10 days quarantine, but now it's five. So there is a chance that Carson Wentz does play for this game, but I'm going to go under the assumption that he doesn't because I don't think he's going to clear COVID protocols. So I'm going to give this to the Raiders. I think this is going to be a great game also. It's going to be, I think this has potential to be a shootout more than the Chiefs Bengals. I think the Raiders are going to win this, and that's going to keep their AFC playoff hopes alive. Next game, Eagles, Washington. I think, I mean, after how Washington played last week, I don't even want to talk about this. I'm just going to say Eagles win this. They're going to, I think the Eagles will win this, and they'll keep their hold on the NFC, uh, on the last NFC uh, playoff spot. What is it? Why was I starting with that? Next game, Broncos, Chargers. Oh, my goodness. This game was shocking a few weeks ago. I think the Broncos upset the no, yeah, the Broncos upset the Chargers at Arrowhead. And with the way the Chargers played last week, I would not be shocked if it happened again, but I'm not going to bet on it happening again. I think the Chargers and Brandon Staley are going to recognize that this is a year wasted if they don't make it to the playoffs and they're really going to commit this week and they're going to get back to what they were winning with earlier in the season. And I think the Chargers are going to win this and the Broncos their playoff hopes are going to be dashed. Next game, pretty quick one. Even though the even although the Texans did do, do good last week against the Chargers, the Chargers, the 49ers are not as inexperienced as the Chargers, and the 49ers know how to win games. The one doubting factor that I would have on the 49ers is Trey Lance is starting. It's not Jimmy G. I think if Jimmy G was starting, it's an easy lock. But I think with Trey Lance starting, it's a little bit more of a doubt, but I'm still gonna roll with the 49ers this week to beat the Texans. It's going to be an interesting, like, rookie QB matchup with Davis Mills versus Trey Lance, but we'll see how that goes. I think this is going to be closer than people expect, but I definitely think the run game of the 49ers is going to carry them through. Lions-Seahawks, this game has no playoff implications. I'm just going to roll with the Seahawks. Seahawks have to win. Russell Wilson, I feel bad for the guy. Let him out. Next game, this is a huge game. Cardinals-Cowboys. So with this situation and then the Sunday night situation the Packers can clinch the NFC one seed if the Cardinals win and then the Packers win which is honestly quite probable but with the way the Cardinals have been playing lately I don't think it'll happen my pick for this game is the Cowboys I think the Cowboys are going to continue to roll at Jerry World although the Cardinals are a very good road team they've showed nothing over the past few weeks to inspire confidence losing to the Lions and then the Colts granted the Colts are a great team but the way the Cardinals have been playing without any confidence, they did finally clinch their playoff spot, which might be a monkey out of the bed for them, which I think did have a like a partial factor in the way they have been playing, stressing over that playoff spot and making sure they finally get over that hurdle. But I think the Cowboys win this and they make the Packers play week 18. But this is going to be a great game. I'm definitely going to watch this game. So my 12 o'clock game recommendation, I would watch the Chiefs-Bengals game. And then my 3 o'clock games, I would watch the Cardinals-Cowboys.
And then next game, last three o'clock game, also Panthers Saints. I think the Saints will win this. Panthers season is done. Cam Newton, unlike what he said, he is not back. He is back to the retirement house. Bye bye, Cam. And then the Sunday night game, Vikings Packers. This is going to be a very, very cold game per reports. It's going to be like single digit weather. It's going to be one of the coldest games ever at Lambeau. And I think that bodes well for the Packers who know how to play there. Vikings obviously have their dome, and I don't think Kirk Cousins can push the ball downfield or do anything at all in the cold, which is evidenced by the Vikings Bears games, by the Vikings Bears game on Monday Night Football a few weeks back. So I think the Packers, I think this can be a very low scoring game, very close game, but the Packers will eke this game out with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones running the ball downfield. And I don't think this is going to be a great game for Aaron Rodgers' MVP case. That's why I'm hoping Brady doesn't have a great week. I think this game is, regardless of what happens the rest of the week, the way this game is going with the like cold weather, I think it's going to open up the MVP conversation and make for a very interesting week 18 with the MVP discussion. I think it's going to be one of the most open MVP races ever because I don't expect this game. I don't expect Rodgers to have a good game with the weather and just the situation and the game flow. And then the Monday night football game, Browns, Steelers. Uh, let me check the records because, yeah. So the Browns are at seven and eight. Steelers at seven, seven, one. They're both on the outside. They're both on the outside of the AFC playoff picture looking in. I'm going to give this one to the Steelers partially because I feel bad, bad for Big Ben. Part Well, the Steelers issues mainly stem from Big Ben and his inability to like throw the ball per se because his elbow is completely messed up. But I feel bad for him. It's his last year. I hope it's his last year. I hope he doesn't back out again and say, oh, let's run it back one more time. I don't think the Steelers should even accept that if he says that. But I, I will roll with the Steelers here. I think the Browns are going to lose this one, even though they did have a pretty good game last week. I hope Miles Garrett gets back to healthy because he did not have any impact at all in the Packers game. I hope Miles Garrett gets back, makes it a good game, good Monday Night Football game to close out the Week 17. But yeah, that was this episode. Thank you all for watching and thank you all for listening. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll have new episodes rolling in throughout the next few days with the last few days of break. But yeah, hope everyone has a great day. Thank you for listening and bye.